Hello there, uh, Donald Helm here with a very special hot box and you've got it in your hands right now celebrating two of the greatest and dare I say most influential musicians in the history of jazz music. Both what you might call one-offs, both providing the essential soundscape for anyone who grew up in the second part of the last century. Uh, the reasons for celebrating these musicians right now is an upcoming brace of concerts here in Dublin and in Cork, featuring the RTE Big Band and the RTE Concert Orchestra, arranged and directed by Guy Barker. It's under the appropriate title of Jazz Legends Charles Mingus and Miles Davis. The concerts are on the 21st of April, that one at the National Concert Hall in Dublin, and then the 22nd in the Cork Opera House, and that date just happens to be the 100th anniversary of the birth of Charles Mingus. Well, we better get down to some serious music now. Charles Mingus uh, was a, a bass player by trade. He also played piano occasionally, and he certainly composed a lot. His impact on jazz, especially for his belief in and practice of collective improvisation, not to mention that catalogue of superb compositions was really huge. His music was certainly an essential element in my musical education. So here's one of those songs that I grew up on, Better Get It In Your Soul. Thank you. 
Charles Mingus with Better Get It In Your Soul, recorded on the 5th of May 1959 at Columbia's famous 30th Street Studios in New York City, um, where, incidentally, Miles Davis also recorded uh, Kind of Blue. And um, that's perhaps the finest big band, uh, or little big band, that Mingus ever had. John Hardy on the tenor, uh, Booker Irvin also on tenor, Shafi Hardy on alto and sometimes tenor, Jimmy Nepo was the trombone player, Horace Parlin, probably the best pianist, uh, most suitable pianist he ever had. Danny Richmond was his regular drummer, and of course the man himself doing the whole thing ferociously, not only with his bass, but also, as you heard, shouting and cajoling the band. Well, let's uh, stay on that album, which is Mingus Aum. A few days later, they collectively recorded uh, Sorrow at the Passing, just a few weeks earlier, of Lester Young. Goodbye, Pork Pie Hat.
Uh, just the one soloist on that one, John Handy on the tenor sax, with an amazing performance, I thought. Uh, one of many Mingus compositions that has become jazz standard, recorded by many people since then. You probably recall the Gil Evans uh, recording of it, and maybe even you recall Joni Mitchell's version. Well, we've had one change of mood in this show already, and we'll have another one now. Uh, Mingus was intensely political and voiced his beliefs stridently whenever he felt it necessary. Often the issues were, of course, about civil rights, and he often strayed away from his base to proclaim his beliefs vocally. So since I, I know there'll be a narrated passage in the upcoming concert with Guy Barker celebrating Mingus's uh, 100th birthday, um, I thought we might sample some of Mingus's own narration. This is from his historic concert at New York's Town Hall in 1962 and features his own voice reading a poem that he wrote himself. It's a commentary, I think, on the anti-communist and racial witch hunts which were a feature of American life at that time. So here it is. It's called Freedom. This music ain't from the South. This music has some learning, mostly mouth to mouth. This music could be called stubborn and lazy, but in a clever sort of way, this music could be working, waiting, and learning and planning for a sacred kind of day. The day when burning sticks and crosses is not mere child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom whose loveless soul is imperfection and its most lustrous groom. So stand fast, young woman. Soothing contemplation, thy burning hole and aching thigh. Your stubbornness is not a living and cruel anxiety has begun to die. Freedom for you. Freedom. 
This mule ain't from Moscow. This mule ain't from the South. Well, this mule's had some learning, mostly mouth to mouth. This mule could be called stubborn and lazy, but in a clever sort of way, this mule could be working, waiting, and learning and planning for a sacred kind of day, a day when burning sticks and crosses is not mere child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom, whose loveless soul is in perfection and his most lustrous groom. So stand fast, young old man. Soothe in contemplation, thy burning hole and aching thigh. Your stubbornness is of the living, and cruel anxiety has begun to die. Stand fast, young old mule. Stand fast. Freedom, 
parts one and two from uh, New York Town Hall concert in 1962. As you could hear, a substantially augmented band. Well, in fact, a full-scale big band with Clark Terry on the trumpet. Uh, you heard his solo there, Eric Dolphy, Zoot Sims and many others. Highly regarded concert. Actually, I believe it was chaos at the time because they insisted on treating it as a recording session. So there were false starts and funny endings and all kinds of things went wrong. But some marvellous music. And uh, this month in both Dublin and Cork, the concerts will have a narration and uh, the singing will come from Alan Harris, a singer nominated as his favourite by none other than Tony Bennett. So anyway, here's a piece that everybody knows. Thank 
Surely one of the most iconic pieces in all of jazz. Charles Mingus there, with Jackie McLean and John Handy on alto saxes, Booker Irvin on tenor, Pemmer Adams very much in evidence on the baritone, two trombones, Jimmy Nepper and Willie Dennis, and of course Horace Parlin at the piano and Danny Richmond on the drums. The solos were from uh, Jackie McLean and Booker Irvin, and of course, as you heard a lot, uh, Jimmy Nepper. If you read up on Mingus's life, the one word that seems to jump out a lot is turmoil. He was of mixed race, he had a limitless supply of anger, and yet he exhibited extraordinary sensitivity. He ended his days uh, with an extremely debilitating disease that gradually paralysed him, and he died back in 1979, much too young. But it's surely a tribute to him that, uh, uniquely, I think, a band exists uh, on a regular basis to perpetuate his music, even 43 years after his death. And that, of course, is the Mingus Big Band, which some older listeners may, uh, may recall appearing in Dublin as part of the Dublin Jazz Festival many years ago. It's still alive. It's playing New York's jazz standard once a week, every week. And so here they are with uh, another iconic composition, Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting. By the way, this is a live recording and this is the last set. And we thank you all for coming down here. This is the Mingus Big Band here. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, indeed. The Mingus Big Band there, capturing absolutely the meaning and the spirit of the Charles Mingus composition Wednesday night prayer meeting. All nine minutes of it. Uh, rip-roaring baritone solo from Mark Shim at the top there, uh, followed by Randy Brecker's trumpet and Robin Eubanks' trombone. And as an aside, I, sh- I should perhaps note that from the list of the above soloists, that having a slot in the Mingus Big Band is was then and still is a special gig for any jazz musician in the top echelon. So... That's a little sample over the past three quarters of an hour or so of the incandescent music of Charles Mingus, and it should act as an appetizer for the Guy Barker-led concerts on the 21st and 22nd of April. The, um, the suite of Mingus compositions, having a world premiere here in Ireland, has been commissioned jointly by both RTE and the BBC, as indeed was the earlier concert by Guy Barker with the music of Miles Davis, notably his kind of blue. And those were sell-out concerts, both sides of the Irish Sea, and I suspect the Jazz Legends concerts will be too. They'll present the new arrangements of Mingus, but also revisit some of the music of Miles Davis. So maybe have a bit of Miles here and now.
That was Milestones, uh, one of the most evocative and probably best loved of Miles Davis's compositions, recorded for the album of the same name uh, back in 1958. And as I mentioned earlier, it was recorded in the CBS 30th Street studios in New York City. Of course, New York being what it is, there was no possibility of keeping that studio either as a studio or as a monument or a museum. It was bulldozed for real estate development and a tower block years ago. So this edition of Hotbox has been all about two great jazz legends, and these two are to be honoured in unique concerts, led by Guy Barker, MBE, a well-known trumpet player, uh, both in the classical and the jazz world, and just an all-round and incredible musician. Um, Chatting with him recently, he again mentioned how he'd been a bit lukewarm and nervous about working with the musical legacy of Mingus and Davis. But as would any great musical arranger, he just couldn't resist the challenge when someone mentioned to him that he'd be working with as many as 80 musicians on stage from the concert orchestra and the big band. Pretty irresistible for the audience too. So, reminding you that the Dublin concert is on the 21st of April at the NCH and the Cork one is the following night at the Cork Opera House, which is the actual 100th anniversary of the birth of Charles Mingus. There'll be another hot box in a few weeks. Join me then. Now listen to all blues, and if you have been, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.